0: So the purpose of my sermon today is to remind all of us the importance of our gathering so that our desires, our longing to meet is growing, not weakening. So today I'm not saying if you don't come to church, you are not follower of Christ. So I'm not saying if you don't come to church today, you will not please, you will not be blessed by the Lord. No. I'm not saying if you don't come to church during this pandemic you are sinning against the Lord. All of us must live our life according to what the spirit of God is working in us. What is the Lord is saying to you? What is your personal conviction? Romans 14:22 20 to, 20 to 23. He says this, you may believe there's nothing wrong with what you are doing. But keep it between yourself and God. Blessed are those who don't feel guilty for doing something they have decided is right. So the key is don't feel guilty. Verse 23, But if you have doubt about whether or not you should eat something, or in our case today, if you have doubt or guilt about whether or not you should come to church, continue to say, you are sinning if you go ahead and do it. For you are not following your conviction. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. So I'm asking you throughout the sermon, ask these questions. What is the Lord saying to me? What is my personal conviction? Remember, as we are growing to be more mature in Christ, we should aim to please the Lord, not ourselves. We should aim to live in faith, not in fear. We should aim to gain more of Jesus less of us. So here, five reasons why we need to go back to church. The first reason: we are created with physical body for physical gathering. You and I, we are created with physical body for physical gathering. Genesis 2 verse seven. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. The dust of the ground is a physical being, a physical thing, right? He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils and the man became a living person. God made Adam from earth soil and Eve from Adam's side and humanity from their union. We are embodied souls, male and female in his image. We are not beings made to float in the virtual space. We are not just pixels and screens named in the Zoom meeting or FaceTime. We are human beings. We are designed to see, to hear, to touch, to feel our way through the physical world that God has created. In recent months, we have seen the power of our online world. It is good and convenience, but we have also felt its limitation. It, it is lack of human interaction. And I'll give you an example. Lily's youngest daughter, Adeline. You know, in her age now, she does so many cute things. And Lily showed us so many videos. You know, she sang Indonesian songs. Yes. She sang birdong kakatua, you know, it's just so cute. And she sang another Chinese songs. You know, my wife want to give her a bear hug, but we cannot do it. What well, we can just give her a virtual hug. Man, it's completely different. Completely different. This is the limitation of our online world. It is lack of human interaction. I have question for all of you. Do you see? a long-distance relationship is an ideal face for every loving couple? Let me ask again. Do you see a long-distance relationship is an ideal face for every loving couple? What is the answer? I believe the answer is no. Neither should a church family. We must not see the online service is an ideal platform for our gathering. God has a unique purposes for the weekly gathering that no live stream or Zoom meeting can replace. Apostle John said in Second John one verse twelve, "I have much more to say to you, but I don't want to do it with paper and ink. So in our time, I don't want to do it through online service." For I hope to visit you soon and talk with you face to face. Then our joy will be complete. Due to his imprisonment, Apostle Paul could not often gather with the church he loved, but it was always his desires to meet. Let's read First Thessalonians 2 verse 17. Dear brothers and sisters, after we were separated from you for a little while, though our heart never left you, it says here, we tried very hard. We tried very hard to come back because our intense longing, our intense desires to see you again. You know, in other translation, it says what to see you face to face. So Paul has intense desires, intense longing to meet his people again. No matter how often Paul wrote the letter to the churches and prayed for them, he also wanted to be with them physically, guys. How about us? Are we longing to meet face to face again? And that is the first reason we are created with a physical body for physical gathering. And the second reason, reason number two, we are a spiritual family. You know, in the church, God is our heavenly father and we are all spiritual siblings. You know, let's read First Timothy 5, 1-2. to 2. It says this, never speak harshly to an older man, but appeal to him respectfully as you would to your own father. Talk to your younger men as you would to your own brothers. Treat older woman as you would your mother and treat younger woman with all purity as you would your own sister. So we are all spiritual siblings who serve through the local church. So if Assis Sam is older than me, I need to treat them like my own father. If you're younger than me, I need to treat you as my brother. If you are a younger woman, I need to treat you like my own sister. So all of us, we are siblings in the family of God. And the church, the local church, is Christ's body on earth. Ephesians four. 15-16. to It says this, Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way, more and more like Christ, who is still the head of his body, the church. So who is the body of Christ on earth? The church, right? Who is the head of the body? The church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its as its part does its own special work, it helps the others' parts grow. So the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. The church is Christ's body on earth. And each of us is a different body part, and we are knitted together. We are not an independent being, we are Interdependence to one another. We need one another. You know, hand. You know, our hand cannot say to the lake, "To the lake, a lake, I don't need you." And the same way, the lake cannot say to the hand, "By the way, hand, my name is not lake. My name is Haines." And I don't need you, Lake. I don't need you, Hand. So, Hand and leg cannot say to one another, I don't need you, they need one another. They need one another. Like all of us today, we need one another. Romans 12, verse 4 to 5. Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body, the church, which is all of us. We are many parts of the body, one body, and we all belong to each other. Yes. Not only we all belong to each other, we also have a job to do when the church meets. The work of ministry is not mainly for pastors and leaders. It is for every Christians. Every believer has spiritual gift meant to be used, and every church body desperately need every body part to be active. You cannot be passive. 1 Peter four verse ten to eleven, God has given each of you a gift from His great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve. One another. Do you have a gift of speaking? Then speak as though God Himself speaking through you. Do you have a gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Christ Jesus. All glory and power to Him forever and ever. Amen. Every Sunday my life is strengthened by christians who are practicing their spiritual gift i'm strengthened by our music team i'm strengthened by sabrina who have a gift of leading the worship i'm strengthened by hiskia chandra paul who can play music i'm strengthened by william altea who operate the multimedia i'm strengthened by all of you who are coming in this place i'm strengthened by felicia's smile you know I, i'm so happy to her to um, uh to hear her loving, it just is contagious. <laughs> we are part. We have, you know. We belong to one another, and not only that, you know what? LePhi, one of our youngest children, every morning, "Good morning, Uncle Felly." Man, he just melt my heart. He just make Mondays even better. Every Sunday my life is strengthened by Christians who are practicing their spiritual gift, guys. Questions for all, for all of you today. Do we call our, our body healthy if our hands dislocate from our body? So imagine, if I cannot move my arm, is it healthy? No. In every healthy body, Every part of the body stays connected. And like every healthy body, we, the church, the body of Christ should not want to stay dislocated. We should desire to meet together because we are a spiritual family and we belong to each other. That's the second reason. Now let's go to the third reason. The third reason we are made to sing together. We are made to sing together. Psalms 95, verse one to two. "Come, let us." right? He said, "Let us together, sing to the Lord. Let us together, shout joyful to the rock of our salvation. Let us together. Come to him with thanksgiving let us together sing psalms of praise to him we are made to sing together you know when we sing together god is exalted higher highly more highly than we do it alone i mean his glory is is his glory does not change but the manifestation of it does. Let me give you an illustration. It is very different playing basketball in an empty arena, no fans allowed, and playing the same game in front of 20,000 fans cheering for you. The final score is the same. But the experience of winning the game is much better when thousands of people. Cheer, right? Yeah. Same thing with all of us here. Man, for me, I love to sing. You know, in my home, I always surround myself with worship songs. I dance and sing along. And you can ask my daughter. I just love to sing, and I always think I'm a good singer. I don't know why Newborn Music Team never invite me to sing along with them. I do not know why. Maybe they just afraid of little little competition. I don't know. You can ask them. I always think I'm a good singer. You know, I love to sing myself at home, but singing together at the church is different. It is empowering, it is strengthening. It makes me realize that God is much bigger than whatever happens in my life. That is one reason why King David said in Psalms 34 verse three. He says this, "Come, let us tell the Lord greatness." Tell how God solves your problem. How He delivers you from temptation. And let us exalt His name together. Look at that. God delight to reveal Himself when His people are next to one another, lifting their heart and voices in praise to Him. Singing together brings so much benefit to all of us. It realigns our priority refocus on what is ultimately true and remember whose love has changed our life forever but not only we sing to exalt the Lord we also sing to be filled with the Lord Colossians 3 verse 16 let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives so how how does the message about christ fill our lives it continues right teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. so preaching like this fills our life with christ and not only that it continues right sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to god with thanks with thankful heart so singing together feel Alive with the message of Christ We are made to sing together So next time, next time guys When you hear me singing slightly off key Don't look at me Sing along with me Amen Because we are made to sing together That's the third reason, and now the, the, the fourth reason, For uh, reason number four. Our greetings change life. This is the fourth reason. Our greetings change life. All over the New Testament, the writers not only greet to the churches, but ask Christians to greet one another. Apostle Peter said in first Peter five verse fourteen. Greet each other with kiss of love. Peace be with all of you who are in Christ. Apostle John said in second John 10, first, John 1, first ten. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house and give him any greeting. Apostle Paul. Said in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 20, all the brothers and sisters here send greetings to you. Greet each other with a sacred kiss. So here, Peter, John, and Paul mention about greetings. And these greetings are not just a closing statement at the end of the letter. It symbolize the reconciling power of the gospel. We need to remember, the early congregations, the early church congregation, were Jews, Gentiles, ex pharisees ex-prostitute, and repented tax collectors. They were not fond to one another. They hate one another, guys. Imagine, the ex pharisee the declared self-righteous, comes to the church and sees the ex-tax collector, the famous sinner. And they must greet one another. Ooh, it will be very hard for them. So every time they greeted each other, they were declaring the power of reconciliation. Before you were my enemy, but now you are my family in Christ. So every greeting in the Bible reflects God's love who welcomes all of us reflects the unity of the body of Christ, reflect the transformation of our life, reflects the open door to bear witness. Our church is full of broken people, from broken situation, and God uses all of us to be His ambassadors to the broken world. And I know, I know, sometimes, We have a hard time to greet one another. We have a hard time to love one another. But we cannot give up. The way we greet one another, the fact that we greet one another, shows the power of God who is working in our life. So today, today, if we try to avoid to greet someone, it reminds all of us today, to resolve our conflict and reconcile our heart to the Lord. He or she is our sibling in Christ. This is the fourth reasons why we need to go back to church. Our greetings change life. Now, the last reason, reasons number five, we are stronger when we are together. We are stronger when we are together. So here, let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now the day of his return is drawing near. This is a great reason to come back to church. We are stronger when we are together. Let me invite the musician. You know, throughout the centuries, churches has various seasons been unable to meet due to the persecutions, other pandemic. This is not the first time, and other limitation. God has not worried then and he's not worried now. His plan will not be changed or undone because God made the church to meet, not us, it is the Lord. Every week bring us one day closer to the day when God will gather his people from every tribe, language, people and nation to worship Jesus face to face. The Book of Revelation declared this. I hope, I hope today all of you have a great desires, longing for that day. I am. Until then though, let's gladly take full advantage of every opportunity that God gave it to us to meet locally in our church. Because after all, our gatherings. Are ultimately a taste of heaven. In this place, we can touch, we can taste the touch of heaven in our life. In this place, we learn how to worship Jesus. In this place, we learn to realign our priority together. In this place, we learn to refocus our life to Him. It is a taste of heaven. You know, at the beginning of my sermon, I asked all of you to ask these questions. What is the Lord is saying to me? What is the Lord saying to you today? What is my personal conviction? I'm not trying to force people to come to church. I'm not saying if you don't come to church right now, you are not Christians. I'm not saying that. You may not be able to come right now. You might need to exercise cautions for yourself and for those who love. You might not keep. You might not to keep watching from a distance, from a while. No problem, but we cannot lose the desires, the longing to come to church. We cannot lose this desire. All of us today need to search and check the condition of our heart. I'll give you an example. If you're willing to go to a public places and spend more than one hour, but we don't want to come to church because of safety reasons or other reasons, we should ask: Am I getting lazy about coming to church and to worship with my fellow believers face to face? Do I have a valid reasons not coming to church? We should ask these questions because it is possible, people. In our journey following Jesus, we are drifting away. We don't see our weekly gathering as essential things to do every week. We think, yeah, if we, if we can do it, let's do it. If done is fine, it doesn't matter. No, it is matter to the Lord, guys, and it must be matter to all of you. That's why today, I give you five essential reasons why we need to go back to church. The first one, we are created with physical body for a physical gathering. We are a spiritual family. You and I are family in Christ. We belong to one another. And we are made to sing together, guys. And the fourth one, our greeting, Hi, your smile is contagious can change lives and the last one we are stronger when we are together after this we will sing one song and during this time we should allow the holy spirit to search and to check the condition of our heart the soils of our the soil of our life remember as we are growing to be more mature like christ we should aim to please the Lord, not ourselves. We should aim to live in faith, not fear. We should aim to have more Jesus, less of us.